0: and anybody else who wants to come a little bit closer to the screens that you're worshiping with worshiping through this morning and join me for a moment together i want to tell you about a new neighbor that i have in my neighborhood she's a red fox we've seen her several times walking usually early early in the morning sometimes at night because foxes are basically night animals And we've all noticed all of our neighbors have been talking about this new fox in our neighborhood. One of our neighbors got a closer look at her the other day and realized that she is a little sick. She has a disease called mange and it makes her fur look funny. And so now all of us in the neighborhood are really concerned about our new neighbor, the fox. And we're trying, different neighbors are trying to catch her so that we can take her to a place like Walden's Puddle which is a place in town that takes care of wild animals who are sick and hurt. And we've done it before, we had some a few years ago, that we were able to get to Walden's puddle, and they were taken care of and healed and then sent back out into the wild. It's taught me a lesson about how important it is to join together with our neighbors to take care of animals and to take care of creation. We just heard the story of God's creation of the whole world. And at the end of the story, God says to people, I want you to take care of creation. It's your responsibility now to tend to the plants and the trees and the animals and to love them and care for them as I love them and care for them, said God. And so I want to invite you and all of us to find some ways that we can help take care of God's creation. Maybe it's helping to water plants, or to build a garden, or to feed your pets, or to notice the beauty of the birds and the flowers outside, and to say a prayer of thanks to God for that wonderful gift. Will you pray with me? Gracious God, you have created this beautiful world. Help us to see the beauty of the flowers and the trees and the plants, and even the bugs. Help us to thank you for your creation and to do everything we can to take care of it, to make sure that animals are safe and healthy, that trees and flowers and grass are cared for and have enough water and sun. We thank you for trusting us and help us to do a better job than ever before Of caring for your creation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you all very much. And now I'm going to invite everybody to join me, kids included. If this is your first time worshiping with us at West End United Methodist Church, you may not know that we have church t shirts and bumper stickers, and now face masks, with one of the bedrock beliefs of our congregation printed on it. God loves everyone unconditionally. We call this the bedrock belief of our congregation, and we build our ministries upon it, and we strive to be the kind of congregation that shows love and acceptance and inclusion of all people. It is a bedrock belief because we hear it again and again and again expressed in the scriptures. And the very first time we come across this idea that God loves everyone unconditionally is on the very first page of the Bible. In this first chapter of Genesis, the first creation story as it's told in chapter 1, God, in God's creativity and generosity and love, creates all of the earth, the land and the sea and the birds of the air and the creeping things that crawl upon the ground and all of the cattle and the animals and all of these things. And then as the sixth day draws to a close, God says, now, let us create humankind in our own image. And so in the image of God, God created every human being. Now that tells us without any shadow of a doubt that every human being that has ever walked on the face of the earth and walks on the face of the earth now bears within themselves the image of God. It tells us that we are all one human race. We are one family. This is who God created us to be. One family created in God's image. And then when God was done, God stepped back and called all of creation, called us, very good That means you, my friend. You are created in the image of God. And God looks upon you and says, very good. And yet we know all too well the many ways that our world distorts that message and tries to tell us, tries to tell some people that they are less than human, tries to tell some that they are not good, not worthy, not created in God's image, as some are. How many different ways has our world created the hierarchy of worth among the human race? As I mentioned last week, I and many in our congregation are reading Ibram Kendi's book, How to Be an Anti-Racist. In a chapter I was reading a couple of days ago, he was talking about how this idea of race began to develop, how in the 15th century, Prince Henry of Portugal was the very first to begin trading African people for money, how the slave trade began in Africa in that moment. And after his death, the person who was writing his biography created this whole theology of race. That although the persons of Africa were as diverse in ethnicity and culture and story, they were lumped together as one race and considered inferior to the white race. And so the seeds of racism and oppression and discrimination began to grow and fester. And what we are seeing now in our own culture, in our own community, is the outgrowth of that original sin of breaking up God's creation and God's dream of one humanity made in the image of God and trying to separate us and make some better than others. And the consequences have been deadly. We have seen over the centuries how men and women have been separated from one another and women have been subjugated and treated as property and told that they are less than and given less freedoms. And now in our day as we begin to understand more clearly the fluidity of gender, those who don't identify as one binary or the other are seen as somehow defective and told they are not worthy and less than. We've seen how those with different sexual orientations are told they are less than human and treated as less than and unworthy and not welcome. And then there are many of us who perhaps in other ways have been given the message over and over again that we are not good, that we are not enough, that we are not worthy. Perhaps at the hands of Of an abusive parent or that group of bullies in the eighth grade or the different voices that have told us some of them even within our own selves that tell us we are not good enough. This is what the world does and yet and yet my family We are the people of God. And on the very first page of our sacred book, God creates all humankind in God's image, announces us as one, and says that we are very good. This is the bedrock belief of the church. The bedrock belief of the family of God. The bedrock belief of who we are. And so, how do we, as the people of God, build our lives on this bedrock? How do we live out this truth that we are created in God's likeness? Well, we can find some clues in this story itself. The way the story is told reveals to us some truth about God's nature that we can learn from and that can shape how we act in our world. I just want to focus on on one little aspect that I had never noticed before, and we discovered it together in Bible study this week. When God creates the vegetation and the plants of the earth, God says, now let the earth bring forth vegetation. And God says, let the seas bring forth fish and all of the things that swim in the waters of the seas. And God says, let the earth bring forth the cattle and the animals and every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. God is a co-creator. God is a God who shares creative power, who allows the earth to be creative and create this beautiful diversity of the animal-plant kingdom that we enjoy. God is a God who is not authoritarian, not coercive, not demanding, but generous, making space for the earth to be what it will, for human beings to grow and become who they will. Perhaps that is a clue for us, how we might treat one another and God's creation, allowing others to be who they are, allowing the earth to grow and to thrive. And as God says to humankind, have dominion over the earth. We see God sharing responsibility with us, giving us the power. To be stewards of creation and of one another. I dare not ask how we have borne that responsibility. We know all too well our failings. And yet we are reminded in this story of God's trust in us, inviting us to be co creators, to be stewards with God, to share in the care and responsibility of all humanity and all creation. So my friends, the long and short of it is you are created in the image of God. God is delighted in you. And every other human being walking on the face of the earth is created in the image of God and brings delight to God. And now let us take our share of responsibility to live in God's likeness in the time that is given us. Thanks be to God.